0: What's up what's up what's up my brothers and sisters in christ welcome to a brand new installment of the god's recording podcast thank you all so very much for tuning in today my name is reverend from bj major and as always it's a true jesus joy to be before each and every single one of you through this glorious podcast the god's recording podcast today's big facts friday episode is going to be a little bit different not only are you going to get a big facts friday discussion but y'all i have a special treat in store for each and every single one of you you know this year marks the 20th year of not only this entire ministry as a whole but when it comes to god's recording this is the 20th year of of god's recording and i know a lot of you have been keeping up with this ministry probably for the past what 10 11 years so a lot of you were not around back during the original god's recording days you know back in those days i used to tape my messages my episodes on cassette tapes i used to make copies and i used to give those copies to people and you know it's just amazing to think back on the past and look where god has brought us to here in the present so today to kick off this episode joining me is one of my childhood friends we went to school together and also she was one of those people who received those old episodes of god's recorded on cassette tapes. please joining me today is none other than miss Shanice williams welcome to the god's recording podcast thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here yes it's good to have you on here I ain't gonna lie it's 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 surreal because um like I said me and Shanice are old childhood classmates old childhood friends and I remember her remember sending her tapes back then so it's 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 interesting to be here in 2022 talking about the past of this ministry so, um, Shanice, I, I just want to ask you a few questions because you, like I said, you are someone who received copies of those old episodes, past episodes. Um, what is it like from your point of view? How, how does it, you know, seem to just know that this ministry started off as a like an audio cassette tape ministry to now being a full blown podcast? What, what's your point of view on that?
1: I'm completely shocked. Uh, to be honest with you, we, because like you said, it started as tapes and as the children we were back then, we were in like middle school, you wouldn't have assumed um, someone to be doing things like that. So to go from the cassette tapes, like being mailed out um, to being as big as it is and hitting his 20th anniversary, it's, it's insane. It's crazy what God can do and the work that he does through others. I'm just in shock and awe
0: yeah i feel you on that i've it's hard to believe how consistent god has not just allowed me but this entire ministry to just be consistent since december 2002 and um i i i, re, I only remember one episode i did sing you which was called the course of life and i you probably don't remember this but i remember we was talking about that episode when we were kids and you was like you made the um comment about when i said you know don't trust georgia power because georgia power turned your power off.
1: <laughs> yes that's exactly what you said <laughs> i i
0: i, I listen back to my old, old episodes i was like lord thank you you done brought me from a long way much and i'm mature and i got more um equipped in the word but those early years i, I just laugh at them sometimes because it's, it's just something to listen back to and look back on um i just I, another question i want to ask you is um at the time when we were kids i know you said you were shocked, but did you ever think like this could really be huge one day
1: honestly my parents told me you were gonna be huge because not only did i listen to that tape they listened to it along with me and my dad was like okay so he's gonna be a preacher because something and someone is working through him i did not think it would be this big i be uh, but to see how big it is 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 like wow
0: yes um because yeah i remember you, you used to tell me your parents um used to listen and i remember specifically you um used to tell me uh i used to ask you about a certain tape i see and you was like oh my mama's listened to it she got it somewhere and you you know, um uh, Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's it's funny, you know, even to this day, um, people that have been in contact with this ministry the whole twenty years have come back and told me, like, I remember when you did this episode, I remember when you spoke this message, and, and you know, in my head I'd be like, I kind of remember that. <laughs> but then again, I was like, I don't because <laughs> it's been s it's been so long, but as long as people being blessed, you know, that's what it's all about. So, you know, um I got one more question. For, yeah, I'm not going to hold you on because, you know, some, one thing people know about me, I love to talk, especially about what God has brought me from, but um, where do you see this ministry going probably from the, in the next five to ten years?
1: In the next five to ten years, I see it being huge. I see you with a phenomenal congregation. I see you constantly touching others like you have been over the years i have faith and i truly believe that all of the work that you're supposed to do you're going to do in some
0: amen amen that's awesome well i do want to say thank you for not just joining me today but for your constant support over the years you know um i mean not and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you like it is me and Shanice don't talk all the time we don't you know i haven't mm-hmm. been actually. i have been face to face with Shanice probably in since what we ran teacher at the mall 10 years ago or more than 10 years ago at the mall you know it's been years mm-hmm. but Sh- <laughs> Shanice has you know always been supportive whether it's by just hitting a like on Instagram or whatever the case is so I just thank you for your constant support not just towards God's recording but to this entire ministry as a whole f- over the past number of years
2: you are more than
1: welcome I thank you for kind of you know I do believe that some of the tapes that you sent me, I did listen to them over the years. As we got older, even though we didn't talk, and it kind of helped me stay on the, on the right path when I felt like straying away because it was times where I, um, after my grandma passed, I didn't go to church as much. And sometimes I kind of felt lost or confused or I questioned a lot of things. And it was so easy to just put the tape in and to listen to it, just to laugh. And to just be like okay i know God's working i know there's a bigger purpose so i'm still thankful for you even though we don't talk you just the work that you've done has had a big impact on me so thank you
0: amen that's all god right there. that really just meant that just really ministered to me because it's it's, it's things like that To why I remain focused, it reminds me that I still have a calling to fulfill. God said has a plan for my life, and you know I don't get on here for me. I get on here because the world needs to know about Jesus and needs that encouragement that pick me up. So, wow, that that that's Mm -hmm. that. Why I'm speechless now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm speechless. I'm trying to get my words together. So, anyways, um, thank you once again for joining me today, Shanice. It's good to. Have you on? It's it was good to have you on here, y'all. I mean, oh lord, see that's why I me, mean. I, I'm lost for words. <laughs> I'm not even gonna edit this because y'all, this is just me being authentically real right now, y'all. Y'all know how I do it here on, on God's Recording every Friday, but let me say this correctly though. Thank you for being on here today, Shanice. It was a joy having you on. Thank you for
1: having me. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, um, it's time to get ready for today's Bit Facts, Back, Bit Facts Friday discussion um focus today y'all here on the god's recording podcast joining me today will be pastor gandre kincana and we will be focusing on the topic what ministry really means now i'm telling you all this keep it locked in here for more god's recording podcasts because we're about to take a quick break but you are not i repeat you are not going to miss today's big facts friday discussion focus what ministry really means Pastor Ken Cannon will be joining me and it's going to be off the chain. So keep it locked in here for more God's Recording Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the God's Recording Podcast. It is now time for today's Big Facts Friday discussion focus. And we have been having some great discussion focuses here on the last couple of weeks on the God's Recording Podcast, and joining me today is someone who has never been on here with me before, and I'm so excited to have him him here with me today for the first time ever. Please welcome Pastor DeAndre Kincannon. Welcome to the God's Recording Podcast.
3: Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, Reverend BJ. I'm honored to be on. Thank you so much for having me, and I definitely look forward to
3: the discussion.
0: Amen. I'm I'm ready, so let's get right into it. Today's discussion focus is what ministry really means what ministries what ministry i think i said ministry what ministry really means now um I, i'm gonna just start off on the jump and talk about the word ministry you know of course if you was to ask someone what ministry is they are gonna say well that's when you a preacher and when you do you know um, preach the word and this and that and 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 it's part of it, but you don't have to have a a a, a title or a, a a position, a church position, in order to do true ministry. Right. Um, I remember a preacher told me years ago, and it makes sense. He he said basically ministry is meeting like crucial needs, meeting the needs of of God's people, you know. And as I grew more in the Lord, I started to find out that, you know, hey, that that makes sense because when we do ministry, we're we're not just ministering the word, but we're also meeting people where they're at. Right. You know, but let me put it like that. That's what it's supposed to be like. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Lord, forgive me. It's too early for me in the episode for me to be cutting up, but yeah, but (laughs) but really when you think about it, ministry is really meeting people where they're at, meeting their needs because really... You don't want to try to give something to someone and it be at a higher level, and there is somewhere where where they can't understand, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, you you gotta meet people where they are, because you gotta remember you was at a place one time where you didn't understand something all the way, or where you had to be helped. out. and I ain't gonna lie, even though I thank God for where I'm at, there'll be times where you know I I need someone to come help me, help me to understand, help me to grow. There'll be times I be struggling with some things, and people have to come minister to me. So we all really. We all, as believers in the body of Christ, are, are should be doing ministry. True men that what true ministry really is. I mean, I t- I'm telling you, it's just—it's more than just. Um, it's not—it's not just about a, a preacher preaching and teaching the word. It's—it's it's way more than that. We are all encouraged, um, to 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 um go out and minister to the world. Matter of fact, that's our great commission. Go ye therefore, mm-hmm. teacher. I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> that's going to be turned into a, a whole other conversation, but go read um, 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 um the final chapter in Matthew, the last couple of verses, and you will see that. It's our great commission to go. That's an action. Right, right, right. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone because I I, I, for, I forgot I got a, a guest co-host today. <laughs> but pa- Pastor Ken Cannon, what you got to say about this?
2: I, um, I like what you're saying and I agree. Ministry is something uh what ministry means to me, it's something I can't turn off. Mm-hmm. I could turn off being a barber. I could turn off, you know, uh uh being um playing in a football game, being a football player. Whatever it may be, I could turn that off, but I can't turn ministry off. Um mm-hmm. it's something that it's it's not something that I say it's it's who I am. Um because it's about my lifestyle, it's about like you said meeting the needs of people. It's about um, people seeing, well, you know, he's he's actually he walked that walk, because ministry. Some people may not read the Bible,
3: mm-hmm. but they
2: will always look at your life, and they may look at your life, and they may, that may be the only Bible they read. So I, it's something that I can't turn off. It's about following the example of Jesus, like you said. Jesus, uh, people we meet in the knees. Jesus met the people where they was at, At mm-hmm. the lowest point, he met them where they was at. And that's true ministry. Meeting people outside the four walls of the church. You know, meeting people, you know, that's on a homeless street and people, you know, that's uh, in the domestic violence situation. Meet people where they're at, you know, telling them, you know, God I still loves you, and I'm going to do anything I can to help you without a Facebook Live, without putting on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, or none of that. Just showing them true love and affection of Christ.
0: You, need, so- to say, you need to say that again, because I think some folks mix that.
2: <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's because... I don't consider nothing I do in the pulpit on Sunday, as far as preaching-wise, really ministry. I mean, it, I'm get a lot of flat back for that, but I really don't. Because I can preach anytime. I can put on a performance anytime. Not, well, I shouldn't say performance. The wrong word. I can, put on, I can preach anytime, and I can put on that character anytime. But it's the true me that happens when nobody's actually watching. When, I, when I'm on the way to church, and I have to encounter that person that asked me for money on the side of the road. Or I encounter that person that asked me to pray for them because they're going through. Am I too busy? Am I too uh, uh, um, uh, in my schedule to actually go pray for them? Do I have? Um, am I so uppity where I can't give them money? Because that's not ministry. Because mm-hmm. ministry is who I am. It's it's what's inside of me. It's it's something that that I can't detach from. I, I have to be able to pray for somebody. That just comes out. You know, somebody asked me to pray for them, it comes out. I'm, I want to pray for them right then and there. Like that's that's what I want to do.
3: Mm-hmm. It's it just,
2: it's hard to detach ministry in my person. It's, that's
3: who I
0: am. Big facts. Because truth be told, if you truly are called and led by God and you have been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, you will find out this one one thing. You could retire from positions and step down from positions, mm-hmm. but the work is, is never done. That's it. The work is never, ever done. Um, and, and I got, and I, I want to um be transparent, with my own personal journey, you know, before I was ordained and before I was licensed, I was doing, I was doing ministry, you know, mm-hmm. not just here online and stuff in the community, you know, I, you know, I'm going to be, I'm be real with you, uh, Pastor Ken Cannon, you know, the only reason I pursue getting, um, licensed and, you know, now, you know, God has, you know, Called saw fit for me to get ordained, it's because that what God was calling me to do. Right. Be- and, I, and I ran for, for a good little minute because I was like, God, right, I'm not good enough for this. But that's what he wanted of me. He wanted me to go and do that. And, and all these years later, I see why now. But, you know, because I realized, you know, at the time, I was just so happy and excited just to minister the word and just to reach out to people in the community and do different things. But you know, I just apparently for my particular journey, God had more in store for me. And you know, and, and, I, and I'm saying all this to say this: don't, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, God has a specific reason for you when it comes to ministry, whether it's to preach mm-hmm. or to teach or anything or to be out in the community. Doesn't matter. We all have a purpose in ministry.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We we all bring. I say this all the time. We all have an important role in God's army. And if we're not doing our specific role, fulfilling our specific pers- purpose, it's going to cause the army to kind of stagger a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me go a little bit deeper with that with that, real quick. I'm almost still probably step on some toes, but I'm saying this in love. I believe one of the reasons why the Christian body, there's so much rift and wrath in the Christian body, is because there are so many people tearing down other believers. Mm-hmm. And nobody's looking at the point, hey, we need to be uplifting one another because we all have an important role in the kingdom. But there's so many people tearing each other down. And I hate to say this, it's it, it has kind of turned into a competition.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And and that's that's the next point I want to talk about. What's going what's up with with folks wanting to compete when it comes to ministry?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, who? You got anything
2: you would say about that? I agree with you and let me just uh before I answer, let me just piggyback on what you're saying and what you were saying about the ministry and everybody has it if they don't preach, you know. Um, even if you're usher at the door or you're honored bear, whatever you may be, there's in ministry there's no big I and little you. Amen. Every ministry is important. Everybody in the body of Christ is important. Just because It's a preacher and an usher. That don't mean a preacher is more important than an usher. Just because it's a deacon and um, um, somebody that may be um, opening the doors of the church, that don't mean they're more important. There's no big eyes or low. Your ministry matters regardless of what it is because, like you said, we have uh, people and souls that God has given us to affect. I can't affect the souls that God gave you to affect. You can't affect the souls that God gave me to affect. But if we meet past and you sharpen me, iron sharpens iron, or you're doing the best you, God's letting you do the best you in him, and I'm doing the best me in him, then we can tear down Satan's kingdom and build up God's kingdom together. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's so much jealousy and so much uh, backbiting in houses uh, where it comes to the point of, like, if you jealous of, if you don't like that S- Sister Susie singing a song, every sunday then why don't you just get up and help her sing a song
3: mm-hmm. like
2: or, or or ask you know why don't you volunteer to do your services like you know because in the in the body of christ this, this is not a competition it's a collaboration that's right we all in it together for we all should be in together for one one thing and that's to bring souls to christ you know that's where it comes down to all the ministries. It's to bring souls to Christ. Whether somebody is a, a a pastor, a prophet, a preacher, a usher, a deacon, a deaconess, it's to get souls to Christ. To get souls to realize, like, hey, listen, there's a God that you can, you can, you can come to and lay down your heavy lay, uh, burdens, and you can come and He'll give you rest. There's a God that's greater than any situation that's going on in your life. But if you give Him your life, I promise you, you would never regret it. Another day in your life. Hmm. But people don't. Some people just don't look at it like that. They look at it as I, and I think that's where the jealousy come in at, because they think I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. No, anything I do, it's because of the glory of God. I would be nothing, Reverend BJ, if it had not been for God equipped me. Hmm. Ain't ain't no power that I can do. I can't I can't preach well. I can't I can't teach well. I can't even articulate the Bible. Up. If it's not for God being on my side and what God has put in me, because it's His gifts and calls. It's not mine. It, it's nothing I can do. And I think that's where the body of Christ get in get in, 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 in muck and admiring in when They think I did it. No, God did it. And then when you realize that that God did it, then I'll be more inclined to pray for that sister that sings every Sunday a solo. I'll be more inclined to pray for that brother that preaches every Sunday. i will be more inclined to pray for people because I realize it's not it's not their power. It's God's power. And if I'm praying for them and I'm I'm rooting them on, then then God's going to elevate me.
3: Hmm. Wow.
0: My Lord. My Lord. Um. Wow. That that. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, God, God, God. I'm getting tons of that. Really, just ministered to me because, you know, it, it goes back to one of my favorite scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. When I think of stuff like this, you know, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. You know, it, it, when you break it down, it's just like, I, I, the way God be giving it to me, it's just like, Lord, all these people, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, if only they would just humble themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Pray to you and seek you and turn from their wicked ways. Then... They will be able to see you and hear from. They will really be able to have a connection with you, right?
2: Right. And and, and the thing and and
0: life for them will not only be different, but it would never be the same again. If only my people, my fellow pe- my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ.
3: It,
0: oh my goodness, mm. y'all! This is a time where we all need to humble ourselves. Yes. Pray and seek God, and in some cases, going back to a point he made about uh, a sister, so and so, you know, wanted a solo in church. We need to seek God and not the spotlight, right? So when
3: That's
0: you seek good. the when, when you seek the spotlight, it goes from being about God to being about you and your talent. And there's nothing wrong with talents, you know. But when that talent goes towards your own um gratification and not going towards God, giving Him praise, glory, and honor, then something is wrong.
3: Mm. That's
0: true. Cause when you get that, look, I'm who Lord, the Holy Spirit just gave me saying, when you when you sing a song in church, it's not about getting everybody happy. It's about ministering. Mm-hmm. When you Ursher on the door. It's not just about standing there looking good in your uniform. It's -hmm. about smiling because most likely when someone walks in, the first person they're going to breathe and talk to is Mm Ursher. Or out and about, you're, you're you're a member of a church, and I'm going to even go as far as to say this, you may not be at church, you may be out and about doing errands, grocery shopping or something, then you run into somebody, you start having a conversation with them, next thing you know, you're going to, tell them, you're going to ask them, hey, you should come to my church. You should come to my church, I go to this so-and-so church. And, and see, here's the thing, the question I want to ask you is, if you ever been in that case, or I'm just going to ask just plainly, when someone looks at you, who do they see? Do they see Christ or mm. they see you? Mm. That's, that's, that is a conversation for a whole nother time. But as believers in the body of Christ, and, I, and I'm not saying this, this ain't preacher talk. This is a believer just telling fellow believers. One of the top prayers I pray every day, Lord, I don't want people to see BJ. Mm. I want people to see you. Mm. Because I want others to know how good and Mm -hmm. great you are. Mm -hmm. That is ministry. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Not just spreading the gospel through the word and through prayer, but by
3: action.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Mm.
3: That's good. That's that's good. I like
2: that. I like that. And when you were saying that. God has brought to my mind the scripture that it says that if I be lifted up, yeah, I draw all men unto me. Mm-hmm. But now here's the question who are we lifting up?
0: Come on are lifting now. Up God?
2: Are we are we lifting up Christ or are we lifting up ourselves?
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: see, we ministry when we enter ministry, you know, no matter what ministry we decide to enter, we teach, you know, if we have children. They see our ministry Monday through Saturday. And they and, and they and they may follow in the ministry. But are we lifting up ourselves where, you know, we say one thing is in church, but then on Monday to Saturday, we tell our kids if somebody hits you, go hit them back. Well, that's not ministry because the Bible says, vengeance is mine, save the Lord. So now who am I lifting up in my household? Am
3: mm-hmm. I lifting
2: up the, if I'm lifting up Christ or am I lifting up uh myself am, am i lifting up we don't talk to that family member because we don't like well that's not lifting up christ because the bible say love you know my commandment to you is to love your enemies like yourself
3: uh-huh.
2: so that ministry it works it works deep you know uh-huh. but we don't have i don't have the capacity to deny myself i don't have the capacity to say hey listen let me crucify geometry and, 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 and crucify his deeds because when we became in christ we became hidden with him so that means even speaking to that that brother or sister that I haven't talked to in years. That means you know forgiving that grudge that I still have. That means getting rid of that anger. That means you know getting rid of you know some stuff that I know I had secret in that closet that's hidden behind closed doors that I don't think God knows about. That's what ministry is about. Because if 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 I'm looking through 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 uh uh dirty glasses, all I'm gonna do is cause cause a car accident if I'm driving with dirty glasses. But as soon as God clean my glasses. As soon as God get that stuff out my heart, you know, saying, Well, you know, I've heard some lady say, Well, you know, there's no good men, so I can do it by myself. No, the devil is a liar. You know, just trust God for that next husband, just trust God for that good wife. But if I'm if I'm counseling people, because through my dirty glasses, all I'm gonna do is just cause a wreck. But if God cleans it up and I give God what's in this room, what's in that closet, and I tell God, listen, to do your ministry, I want to do it effectively. And to do it effectively, I gotta have you deep down in my soul. I gotta I gotta have you deep down in my heart. I got to have you deep down in my mind. I got to have you ingrained in me. It's like them pans that you cook and you've been cooking for a while with them and it, it still got that seasoning in them. All you got to do is lightly touch it with the food because it's been cooked so much, the seasoning is still in them. That's how I want you with me, God. But to do ministry effective, you gotta, it got to it gotta be cleaned up in me so that way I can do ministry effective and talk to people and they can see me and say, wow, man, look at the glow on you.
3: Mm.
0: My Lord. And, and, and it reminds me of the scripture, I believe, in St. John, the um third chapter. You know, we must decrease
3: mm-hmm.
0: so that God can increase in us. You know, we must deny. If you truly want to know Jesus and follow Jesus, you got to deny yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest issues for a lot of believers. A lot of believers ain't denying themselves.
3: That's true.
0: Now, it's easy. No. I ain't going to lie. It's it's (laughs) not. It's not easy. Right. But at the end of the day, going back to the question I asked earlier, who do people see when they look at you? That's
2: true. Who do you
0: want people to see? What you about to say, Pastor? Just real
2: quickly, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but just real quickly, I was thinking about a scripture. I was talking to um, a friend of mine, and we was talking about um, the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and how they was in the fire. You know, the king, the Nezer, stood up, and he was astonished. He said, didn't we put three men in the fire? He uh-huh. said, we put three men in the fire? They said, why do I see a fourth one walking like the son of man? And then I say, well, the son of man hadn't been revealed until the New Testament. You know, the old, the same goes that. Uh, Old Testament Jesus concealed, New Testament Christ or Old Testament Christ concealed, New
3: Testament Jesus revealed mm-hmm.
2: had been revealed to the New Testament. So how did he know who the Son of Man was? How did he know what the Son of Man looked like?
0: Talk about
2: it. And, and then God gave me this. This is what God gave me. because the the way Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego lived, they lived and they stood for God. that even hit their enemy got a revelation of who jesus
3: was mm.
2: if they had not been in that fire nebuchadnezzar would have never have gotten a revelation of who jesus is and sometimes god will put us in a fire to let, let our enemies let the people around us uh, get a revelation of who jesus is because once you get a revelation of who jesus is you never go back to that old person you
3: was
0: mm-hmm. oh my goodness because the Bible tells us, amen, man being Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away; behold, all things are made new." I recently just did a um a, a sermon on the um fourth Sunday in January mm-hmm. about how when you are truly covered under the blood, when you are under the blood, when you leave every your past and future under blood, the world can't do you no harm. It's like you, 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 you are brand new. Mm-hmm. Why worry about something that God has set you free from?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You are under the blood, your past, your future under the blood.
3: Mm-hmm. And see, that's
0: one thing I love about ministry, it's just telling about. How you know some people may some people may know you by what you've done in the past for the rest of your life, but praise be to God when it comes to Jesus.
2: Right, Amen, Amen.
0: He has washed you. He has washed you in the blood. He, you are made new, all because of what He did on Calvary. Mm-hmm. All because mm-hmm. of Calvary.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm here to tell you this, and I'm I'm going to um let past Pastor King Cannon come in with his closing remarks, but I, I want to say this. At the end of the day, when you go do whatever you do in ministry, whether it's within the four walls of the the church building or outside the four walls into the community, into the world, one thing I encourage you to do always, no matter what, is to preach Mm
3: -hmm.
0: the gospel, to teach the gospel, but Mm -hmm. also to make sure while you're doing that to tell any, everybody, that through the blood,
3: mm-hmm.
0: your past don't have to keep you in prison. Mm. A lot of people are in prisons right now, all because they think there's no way out, thinking that that the that, that the key to their freedom is out there in the world and is forever lost. Mm-hmm. But the key is right there. All you gotta do is. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Yes. And yes. believe in your own heart that God has raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. And I'm going to be real, Pat. Oh man, I feel I feel my help coming right now.
3: Mm.
0: I, I, I'm thinking about Paul and Silas.
3: Yes, yes.
0: One of my favorite stories. Lock, they, they, they were doing ministry and got locked up. So when they was in a when they was locked up in jail in, in a situation where a lot of folks would be going crazy,
3: mm-hmm.
0: they praised the Lord. They sung. Mm-hmm. The foundation shook. The prison bars fell. Mm-hmm. It, it was so amazing and so startling to the point the prison guard was about to kill himself.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But Paul and Silas told him don't do that. And then it then the prison guard realized what had happened. He got saved. Took mm-hmm. Paul and Silas back, cleaned them up. And that and that prison guard's whole household got saved. See what happens when you do ministry. Mm-hmm. When it seems like you're in a situation where, oh, I done got myself in a in a tight squeeze. Look what happened. Paul mm-hmm. and Silas realized that they was they was in a Difficult situation, but that didn't stop the praise when you do ministry. Don't don't let nothing stop your praise or stop you from doing what the Lord is leading and calling you to do. Ministry is not just about doing it when you feel good. It's also doing it when you're not feeling the best. Mm. Mm. I'm going to be keeping real the 20 years I've been doing God's recording. Many times I came on here going through stuff and feeling some kind of way. But the Lord kept telling me, go ahead. And tape that episode, and then hearing the people come back and tell me, Minister Major, Reverend Major, that has blessed me. Mm, mm. Oh Jesus, that's ministry. That's ministry. That's ministry. Pastor, Mm. you got any closing remarks you would like to share at this time?
2: Man, you you started something, brother. Well, if you
0: feel (laughs) whatever you feel like saying, go ahead. Man, that's good. That's ministry.
2: And the fact of the matter is. It's an old saying, but it's, you know, you heard your grandmother say it. My grandmother didn't say it. The older saints mostly say it, is that it's not for you that you go through. It's for somebody else. Mm
3: -hmm. You know,
2: it's for for somebody else for that testimony, you know, for them to see your testimony of how you went through it. Paul and Silas got locked up, and Paul and Silas was locked up, and they started praising the seeing glory. And they got locked up all because God wanted to get that one soul to him. He knew he could get that one soul, but see, we try to avoid going through stuff. We try to avoid, you know, going through the the, the the fire. We try to avoid going through hell and that, but God wants to get the glory. We want the olive. We want the oil, but we don't want to be crushed. We oh. want the grape juice, but we don't want the crushing of the grapes. But my prayer is, yet, yeah, Lord, crush me because in the crushing, it's in the crushing that people people see my life. It's in the crushing that people see the God in. The Bible says, when, when I'm yet weak, he's strong.
3: hmm like,
2: it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's in that crushing, it's in that, it's in that pruning, it's in, it's, in that, it's in that, when I go through, I think about the woman with the issue of blood, and how she was even on the, you know, the Bible says on the top in the black thing, it usually says about it, it didn't even have her name on there, but she came into the story struggling with blood, on um, the issue of blood, thing for 12 or 18 years, struggling with the issue of blood, she gets down and she goes to Jesus, she gets on her knees, crying to Jesus, he said, who touched me? They said, you know, Jesus' disciples said, hey, Jesus, you know, it's a whole bunch of people touching. What do you mean? He said, no, somebody touched me in a verse who left me. Well, at this point, Jairus' daughter had not died yet. She just was sick. Then they got word that she died. She died. But now Jesus heals this woman with the issue of blood right there in front of Jairus. Now Jairus got a testimony. He sees a testimony, a five actual testimony of if God can heal her because it went from an issue to a fountain to a plague all in the scripture. If God can heal her, because I got to report my daughter died, that don't mean nothing because Jesus healed her when her issue got worse. So I'm going to put it in the hands of the man who just healed her, and I know my daughter going to be back well. I know my daughter going to get back alive. I know God is going to touch my daughter again. I know God is going to do stuff. If, if I can just put it in her hands, I'm sorry, if I can just put it in his hands, that's where we got to get back to. Everything she went through was for Jairus. Everything she went through, the struggle. The, the going broke the, the the losing everything because she wanted to get that problem healed. but the best remedy was Jesus Christ and he used that part for a testimony that's, that's 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 true ministry right there that's that's ministry right there that that's ministry right there that that's ministry right there and I i i I i, up, I I'll leave you with this I remember years ago I was first in the ministry and god was putting me through a, a process was put me you know, I was going through something, my testimony, and uh, you know, uh I had came into for ministers class. This is lady sitting there, older an older lady. And the Lord had shared with me a little bit before I came to church, he said, uh, share your testimony today. I said, Okay, all right. And so I walked to the church and I get in the church and um the lady sitting there. So we started conversating, and um as we conversating uh uh I started sharing my testimony because it was it actually went with the flow of the conversation. And um she stops what she's doing, she stops writing and she, you know, um listening to the conversation intently. And I tell her my testimony, and I continue telling her, it, and then I say, you know, that's all I got to share with you. And as she gets done, she starts crying in the middle of the testimony. Then I say, then she says, well you know what? I was writing a letter to the pastor to let him know I was done with this God thing. I was tired of going through everything I was going through, and I felt like God was never working in my life. Then she says, but because I see that you had a worse situation than I have, I can't complain. God has been good, because if he kept you, he could keep me. And she proceeded to rip the letter up and throw it in the garbage. Mm. And I say that is because ministry is sometimes telling people Maybe just through simply telling people how God kept you. And if you give up on life and you give up on God, then you can never affect or you rank low your testimony. You feel like it's low. You know, you feel like nobody needs to hear it. No, there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. There's somebody out there that needs to hear you because you have God in you. So don't give up because ministry, you never know where God may use ministry at. It could be in your apartment complex. It could be on your job, in school. It could be on that person on the street waiting for the bus. You never know where God may use you to save a soul at. And never, never, never despise going through. Because as you are going through, there's gonna always be a come out. But because I went through, there may be a soul there that needs my that needs to know that God is still sits high and looks low.
3: Mm.
0: My Lord. Why you were saying that? We, go, we all go through stuff in our walk, but I'm reminded of that hymn. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, wherever my life, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. So when you're going through it, when you're doing the best you can when it comes to ministry, when you're having those rough days just say it is well
3: mm-hmm.
0: it is well with my soul I'm I'm gonna stop right here because if I if I if I don't stop <laughs> we're gonna be here for <laughs> for uh, uh, another uh couple of minutes probably an hour but um firstly Pastor King Ken thank you so much thank you so much for joining me today here on the God's recording podcast
2: thank you so much for having me Brother BJ it was a, it was a joy and a pleasure I definitely appreciate the invite
0: most definitely we'll be glad to have definitely be glad to have you back in the near future. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I'll be glad to come
3: back
0: anytime. Definitely. Amen. And for those who are listening, I'm I'm gonna give y'all a couple of seconds to digest this as we prepare for the invitation to Christ here today on the God's Recording podcast. So keep it locked in for more following this little instrumental break. a powerful episode this has been today as we prepare to close out the month of March 2022 I am truly 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 just excited for all that has been said every Friday this month here on the God's Recording podcast and I I strongly believe that this particular discussion focus was a great way to close out this month my brothers and my sisters in Christ Jesus loves you and right now before before I um, close out this episode wherever you're at I just want you to smile Just, just smile right now and just really look around if there's someone around you just smile at them and and mean it and the reason I want you all to do that is because it's something about smiling knowing that you know that you know that you're saved and that you have Jesus I want you to smile to the point that everybody else smiles See, let, let me tell you what's so important about a smile. Smiling will help you to forget about what you're going through. Even when you're going through all types of ups and downs, it will help you to forget. And also for believers, it help you, helps you to remember that, hey, through Jesus Christ, you know, I got it made. Yeah, I find myself smiling when all I want to do is cry sometimes or be down depressed smiling really is something else it helps me to remember who I am and whose I am I I, I I tell you this I tell you this having Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is the greatest relationship you can and will ever have but the question is do you have Jesus Do you have Jesus? If you don't have him, do you want Jesus? Do you want to accept him as your Lord and Savior? He's waiting on you. He's calling on you softly and tenderly. Jesus is calling. So at this time, at this time, make that decision make that decision he's waiting on you if you need more questions answered about this man named Jesus needs special prayer or you have made that decision to say yes to Jesus reach out to me all my contact information is in the description to this podcast whatever you do don't tune off the same way you tuned in don't do it. Today when you hear his voice harden not your heart but let Jesus Christ come on in and change your life around. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you Jesus. What a great episode this has been today here on the God's Recording Podcast. Next week Friday's episode will be the not only the very first day in the month of April but it will be of course the first episode of the God's Recording Podcast for the month of April. Amen. Please continue to keep me in prayer as I continue to take my social media break even though I am still on my social media break. I am still available for prayer if you want to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior i'm here to um, talk with you pray with you whatever the case is i'm still here um reach out to me all my inboxes email all that good stuff is still available i love you all so very much until next friday at 2 30 p.m eastern standard time this is reverend bertram bj major signing off telling you all to stay great stay safe and be blessed